sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by the District Edina, as well as Habitation Design. I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your evening, afternoon, or morning with some booze and conversation. Today's theme is real estate. Real estate that's very important to me personally because my guests are none other than Mike Colosimo, if I may. You may indeed. Thank you for having me, Greg. My pleasure. And Vanita Patil Staffel. Did I get close? Really close. Thank you. Squee. <laughs> Welcome, you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, these two represent Acumen Business Solutions, which is the company that is going to be leasing out the remainder Three remaining showrooms at the district at Dinah, and I could not be happier to have you guys here with us. Well, thank you, Greg. We appreciate uh, you allowing us to um, showcase your beautiful, beautiful uh, building and the three remaining spaces. Couldn't be happier. I I know you guys are going to do a great job. We are excited. I mean, this is the last 30% of the space, and these are important, important showrooms. And, uh, yeah, you're going to kick ass, I think. Jonathan, did we get to use a beep, or can I use ass on the on the air these days? Oh, if I tell you, you're going to use it a lot. But yes, you can. That's a gateway word. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we had the art girls on and oh, the yeah. and the cock and bull cocktail? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And and Holly could not stop saying cock and bull. That's Hi, right. Holly. I hope you still listen. <laughs> Does she have that theatrical pause in there, too? <laughs> Radio is all about drama. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it really I love is. It. I love it. No, this is going to be absolutely fantastic. We're going to have a great conversation, and, uh, and uh, we're also going to have a great cocktail. Um, Mike, you are not just uh, the founding father of Acumen, if I, if I dare say so, but you are an experienced drinker, I suspect. I've been known to uh, share a cocktail or two. A, yes. a snifter of port around the holidays, perhaps? <laughs> Let's put it to you this way. I've never met a bar stool I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that a lot, actually. Top notch. All right. And we have kind of a – not a premix, but we have a mix solution that you're going to be walking us through. So, Johnson, hit us up with our mixing music. And, Mike, tell us what we've got. Well, we're going to have a cocktail today with some lovely tequila – and this summery Luna Paloma cocktail mix from Ramsey, Minnesota. Minnesota, that's right. Prestigious Ramsey, Minnesota. <laughs> it is. So the Luna Paloma, just a little bit of background on that one, if I may. Local company. There are three varieties of their uh, cocktail mix. Uh, they're available at retail, France 44. Uh, I believe Eden Eden Prairie Liquor Stores carry it. And uh, Lord Fletcher's serves it, actually, on their menu. So uh, give this a try. So we got Luna Paloma mixture. We do. And we're going to put in two ounces. It says one and a half. But, <laughs> but I'm Italian, so we're going two, all right? <laughs> so I can turn the accent on any time. We're going to go two ounces. Forget about it. And then we're going to add two ounces of the Luna Paloma. Okay. By the way, speaking of being Italian, Johnson, can we say Bafangu on uh, on the radio? Yes. It's, as long as it doesn't air on Amer- on Italian radio, right? 
Yeah, I don't think we have that distribution deal worked out yet it, on the show. So fantastic. once we get there. So we're not airing in Palermo? That's Then we're, then we're good. <laughs> No, no, you, no. You can't go to Palermo anymore, can you, Mike? I'm barred. Exactly. Okay, I'm sorry. It takes so, a lot to be barred from Palermo. So then we're going to add two ounces of the Luna Paloma, top it off with a little club soda, and then a little squeeze of lime, and we have our lovely cocktail for the day. Okay, fabulous. Okay, two ounces. Salud. Salud, ladies, gentlemen. Uh, let's give this a try. Johnson, you were slow on the swallowing music. A little slow on the uptake. It's there, though, yes. <laughs> Fair enough. It's delicious. It it's is delicious. Very refreshing, despite the weather we have outside. This oh. would be a fabulous summer drink. Um, do is. we distribute one of these? Or is it- we'll be giving Johnson one if he's if he's good behavior during the first ah, segment, and then okay. after that, uh, yeah, we'll see. But no, this is this is refreshing. Very this is, refreshing. This is a great cocktail, you guys. Seriously. Couple ounces of tequila, and frankly, you can do pretty much any liquor. I have tried this with whiskey; it's it's got a deeper, richer flavor, which is really nice. Um, tequila, of course, is is one of my favorites. But uh, uh, two ounces of that, two ounces of liquor, and you can't forget the club soda, though. Seriously, without the club soda, it's too kind of not sweet, but acidic sweet. I mean, yeah, it. yeah, kind of a thicker consistency, but this is. Amazing. I'm, I'm going to have to remember this. <laughs> as well you should. Yeah. As well you should. It is available, by the way, for tasting at the District of Dinah in the Governor's Lounge, uh, oh if ever anyone is in the area. But okay, so we give this thumbs up. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Fantastic. Um, I'm going to do a quick little buzz for me. Ready? Luna Paloma. Don't mess with fresh. Brought to you by Summer Lakes Distribution, available at a retailer near you. I'm going to charge him $25 for every time I say that. You should. <laughs> awesome. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going back to our old format a little bit here, actually. And I'm going to throw it to you because I know Vanita likes to run with whatever curveballs possibly appear. I'm going to ask you guys both the traditional random question that I used to ask back in the old days when we were doing this recording. I haven't even thought about this ahead, but are you ready? Benita, if you can get the hate out of your eyes, um, I'm bringing this one on you completely. It's it's a totally easy one. Okay, okay, you ready? You ready? If you could dress in only one color for your entire life, what color would that be? Black. Yeah, that was an easy one. Mike, I'm not even going to ask. You're all dressed in black and you're Italian. Yeah, yeah. And Johnny Cash is one of my favorites. <laughs> Johnson, you got a, you got a color? Burnt orange. No, just kidding. I, I go black as well. <laughs> electric Chartreuse. salmon. You should have got electric salmon. Electric. I could see that. that Actually, that you know what? If everybody you. was dressed 100% in black, I might go with electric salmon. <laughs> All right, I totally fumbled that question. <laughs> Nevertheless, all right, we'll just go back to the business nonsense. Uh, right. <laughs> the insignificant. That stuff. was a hard question. I'm all for it. Let's go with it. You're, I can come up with another totally random question. I was going to say, now you're Let's tempting try. Greg to throw another one at you. Let's see. All right, we're going to go with another totally random question. Okay. All right, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Let's see. The alcohol is kicking in, so we're good. Give me three countries 
that you would like to explore alone that you have not been to before? Italy. Beautiful. Suck up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, did that come out? Um, In your head, ideas. (laughs) We've talked about this, Mike. Got to keep them up there. Got to keep them up there. (laughs) All right, Italy, there could be no better question. Next one. Australia. Ooh, really? Yeah, I have family there, yeah. Oh, my God. Everything in Australia wants to kill you. (laughs) It does. I mean, my God, it is literally the no-go zone that the universe created that we're ignoring. All right, go okay, to Australia. Fine. Well, fine. I guess no, it used no, to be a jail. Australia. It used to be a jail way back yeah, when. So. This was not like beach reserve. This was, well, we don't okay, really want to well, kill them. Australia. Let's see. No, I'm going to let you keep Australia. No, I'm not going to go with Australia now. Forget it. All right. Um, I'm going to do one quick Australia thing. You ever – you ever? because uh, Shelly Loberg, yeah. a friend of the show, uh, also a good friend of ours in Rotary Club, yes. um, is going to Australia uh, in a couple of weeks. There's a book that was written – by an author named Bill Bryson. It's called In a Sunburned Country. And he is uh, he does travel, but he's very funny and things. And he once said that every conversation in Australia goes the same way with an Australian. The first half is the Aussie trying to explain to you that it's really not as terrible and dangerous as people think. The second half is telling you a story about their cousin who was bitten the groin by a viper that was hiding under his dashboard, but it's all okay now because he can communicate by blinking his eyes. <laughs> so anyway, have a good time, Shelley. Yeah. Uh, okay. You're going to um, Australia, Italy. Can I say Singapore. No. You can if you'd like. Um, why Singapore? I don't know. I <laughs> You're just picking random countries now. <laughs> I, heard it, I heard it was beautiful. Singapore? Uh, I've never been to Singapore, but I would expect it's beautiful. I think it would be – yeah. All right. I heard it was um, – and then South Africa. Ah, I would like to go to South Africa I would too. actually. I'd love to go. Great wine. Yes, indeed. Indeed. What about you, Mike? Well, I can't use Italy because somebody already stole it, but um, and I've been there. Exactly. Um, <laughs> if you hadn't been there, I would have just you know. Yes, Johnson cut off Mike's microphone. He's a complete fraud. Um, after what you shared with yeah, me on the way down know. here, I have no desire to go to India. And I'll let you share that story, but uh, um, <clears throat> I would love to go to Japan. Really? Yes. Okay. I've heard that I'd be one of the taller fellows there. Uh, that's, <laughs> that is uh, the main reason. But no, the, <laughs> the uh, no the cuisines don't get this much, especially when you grow up in Minnesota. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. We identify people by their nose hair. Yes, because <laughs> we can. Um, and then it would be Spain. I've always wanted to run with the bulls. Oh God! So Pamplona, um, Barcelona. Uh, Spain would be a second one. And I hate to say – I mean I shouldn't say I hate to say this, but I apologize to you German folks. Germany. I would love to go to Germany during Oktoberfest. Here, here. Here, here. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think those are a great collection of choices. Running with the Bulls. I, you don't – I don't – are you fat? You used to be a baseball player. I mean yes. are you fast on your feet? Are you fleet-footed? Not anymore. <laughs> 
So it would really but, be curled up in a fetal position with the bulls. No, because here I, I did a little research on, you know, uh, when I was fast, uh, I was going to do it. And uh, my wife at the time talked me out of it. Now I think she would say, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I brought you some weights for your – some lead yeah, weights yeah, for your pockets these, for good luck. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of the savvy Spaniards will put papers in their shirt and then as the bulls get close enough, they throw the papers in the air and oh that detours the bull. So that was some of the research. But then the other piece of it, which I thought was brilliant, you don't have to outrun the bulls. You just have to outrun the drunk Spaniards. <laughs> so push a couple of those bad boys down and <laughs> see you bye. You know, so I don't think I can do it at my age anymore. But my goal was to do it before 50. That didn't happen. But that would have been a you know, great uh, accomplishment. <laughs> I love it. All right. This has been Travel Tips brought to you by <laughs> Travel <laughs> um, all right. Absolutely. They, wow. I've learned a lot. Also, not to run with the bulls like. with Mike <laughs> under any circumstances. <laughs> all right. All right. We should take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Acumen Business Solutions. We're going to be talking a little bit about both Mike and Vanita and probably some inane chatter that I haven't thought up yet. So take a quick break. Once again, you are listening to Drink in the Style on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. was a chick, the prettiest chick I know. With a little curve here and a little curve there, this chick, she had curves everywhere. Did you know that you have a choice in title companies? Buying a home is generally the biggest investment any of us will make. And when it comes time to close, you really do need someone you can trust. A title company is more than just a person in a conference room stamping papers. It is a person who ensures that critical documents are managed properly. They ensure that a transaction covers all the details that you and I would generally not know about. In short, they ensure that when a final signature is on paper, you are truly the owner of the property you are buying. Given the gravity of what we're talking about, I want to urge you to insist on title specialists as your title company. Yes, I'm biased because they're located at the District of Dina, but it really is more than that. The crew at Title Specialists are some of the most competent, capable, and friendly people I know in the industry. And if you're a regular listener, you know that I've done this stuff a lot. So seriously, if you're closing on a residential or commercial property, give the folks at Title Specialists a call. You really will feel better knowing that you have home field advantage by selecting a title company, and that title company should be Title Specialists. Check them out online titlespecialistsinc.com or just give them a call 763-493-2224 Ladies and gentlemen or should I say Nizyat Iyaharat which is Finnish for ladies and gentlemen have you heard about Pustali Scandinavian kitchens? The Finland-based Pustali is the ecological kitchen cabinetry of choice throughout Europe, and now their amazing European kitchen cabinetry line is available in the United States. Their unmatched quality and workmanship is reflected in their mission to provide customers with access to authentic, unique, and eco-friendly Scandinavian home and kitchen design. Offering comprehensive kitchen cabinetry services that includes kitchen design and cabinetry, countertops, hardware, and, of course, installation. 
Pustily is fast becoming the premier kitchen design firm anywhere in the United States. And here in Minnesota, if you have a chance to experience the remarkable, beautiful kitchen design and products, you can visit their showroom at the District Edina. Using state-of-the-art technology together with European craftsmanship, Pustily is really the only place you need to visit if you're looking for that fabulous, sophisticated Scandinavian look and feel. So stop by the District Edina and check out Pustily's beautiful showroom. Located on the main floor of the District Edina, open weekdays and through appointment, visit them online at PustilyUSA.com. That's P U U. S-T-E-L-L-I-U-S-A dot com. You won't be disappointed. Folks, did you know that the District Edina is more than furnishings, kitchens, art, and flooring? We are proud to have your local State Farm agent, Anna Rebel, and her team officing on our Creekview level. Anna's here to help you with all your personal, home, and business insurance needs. Believe me, when you have a claim, there is no substitute for having a community member help you through whatever the world throws at you. And you will rest easier knowing that Anna's got your back. So for a free quote, give her a call at 612-567-5052 or just swing into the district at Dinah and pay her a visit. Remember, with State Farm, you get the protection of a nationwide insurer with the touch of a friendly local community member. There may be trouble ahead But while there's moonlight and music in love and romance Let's face the music and dance uh, That is in my top three Sinatra songs Not just the sound, but the concept Ladies and gentlemen, let's face the music and dance some deep tracks. It's true. We did, actually, in 2019, in the before times, um, we did the entire Frank Sinatra studio recording uh, uh, catalog starting in, like, 1952. There were, wow. Or 1950. There were literally 52 albums that he did between those years and his death. And, uh, and it was awesome. I need to revisit that and do something with it, Johnson. Yeah, I'm trying to think how far. I know you skipped a number of them because they, a couple of them I just didn't like. Yeah, but I think there's probably still more music to uh, to get to on. You're right. Maybe I should yeah. do a whole renew. I mean, my God. I mean, this is AM nine fifty. Lots of the original listeners have passed away. Sorry, I had to do it. No, <laughs> can we go back and re-record that entry? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I swear to God, I love our listeners. I love everything. I do. I'm, don't, don't look at me like that, Vanita. Um, <laughs> I mean, I would have said that on any station. 97.7. I mean, that's the oldie station these days. Remember Brian Oak? He's been on the show a couple times. I love Brian oh, Oak. He's very knowledgeable music guy. That man is, that man is a municipal treasure. Yes. And I'm not going to say he's a national treasure. It's Brian Oak. But uh, he is a municipal treasure. Uh, cities – well, it used to be Cities 97. Is cities, it still – Well, it was Cities 97 and then it was uh, uh, the uh, current for a okay. while. And then there was some nonsense and f- 
And yeah. then he's back on 97. Okay. And no, he is. And he is, by the way, if you've not met him, he is literally just like just a great guy. Seems I, I hear him uh, quite often because I have a lot of windshield time on KFan. He's on there with uh, um, Dan Cole. I don't know if you if you listen to KFan at all. No, it's a, a radio, um, a sports radio station. Okay, yeah, no, I'm not good at sport. Yeah, <laughs> sport. <laughs> Sound like Clem Haskins? Sorry, I don't know Clem Haskins is. Um, Yes, so uh, they have a little music off because he's very knowledgeable, and so is Dan mm-hmm. Cole. He used to do things with 108. He's a disc jockey or whatever they call him these days. So we know. got yeah, no. Brian came in. We did one show, and then we also did a Christmas show where he recommended some Christmas music. That was fun. I got I got to reach back out to him, but he's sober now, uh, which is good luck to you, Brian. Seriously, I mean, so be it. It's okay. We can talk about that. He talks about it. This isn't like calling my listeners old or anything. This is fair. Or dad. Or dad. <laughs> <laughs> COVID to Quentel on the. We're going to. Uh, They're not going to get offended. <laughs> They're dead. Ready the public relations line. Uh. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're here for the last show. <laughs> All right, let's get back on track. I mean, everybody knows when you're in a hole, the best thing to do is keep digging. Um, let's get back to. Business. Let's talk about Acumen <laughs> Business Solutions. Now, this is your brainchild, your baby, Mike. This is this is what you've launched. Tell us about it. Well, thank you. Uh, Acumen Business Solutions launched in April of 2009. Oh, my gosh. This is 14 years later. Wow. Um, I spent 25 years post-college. I was in the hotel industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we all remember the downturn, for those of you who are still alive um, that remember the downturn, uh, from 08 to 13, I fell victim to um, the economic downturn because the hospitality industry really took it in the keister, 40% down year over year each year. And um, so I was laid off after six months of trying to get a hospitality executive position. I finally decided to go off on my own. So I launched Acumen Business Solutions. And initially, we started out as business consultants, organizational assessment advisors. Quickly in 2010, I'm realizing a lot of my clients need commercial real estate. Well, I can't jump into that pool unless I have a license. So being a revenue prostitute, um, I uh, – It's an industry tr- term, by the way. Yes, it, yes, it is. Um, I, you know, I, I was always uh, – Keen at uh, new market identification, and and uh, so I ran after it and went and got my real estate license, and so then I had the um, you know kind of the best of both worlds where I'd have these consulting clients launching new businesses or recreating their existing entities, and then of course they need new, uh, real estate, mm-hmm. so I would help them on both ends. And um, fourteen years later, I cannot believe what I, I I didn't think of that until I said it out loud. It's been 14 years. Uh, fast forwarding to 2023, uh, we have Vanita with us. Uh, we have a gentleman named Mike Pearson, and we are probably 80% commercial real estate brokerage property management, 20% consulting. This year, one of our big initiatives is making a run at the uh, industry I loved for so many years, the hotel industry. So that's a little bit about us. That is fabulous. And I presume you practice safe leasing? Safe leasing, for sure. You know, we uh... – <laughs> It was a prostitute reference. Yes. Come on, Vanita. Stick with, the, stick with the program. Stay with us, V. 
This is professional a, radio we're day, doing here. On a day like today, um, I did wear a raincoat, and uh, we are. <laughs> um, it is. I believe you call it a slicker. A slicker. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that term in years. Oh my gosh. I've never heard you've that. And you've got to protect your shoes with rubbers. That's right. <laughs> this is a legitimate term. My father used I to leave? call. It is, no. No. You're safe here. Get it? You're Your safe. Honor, I would like to give Anita's evidence number one in this lawsuit. Yes. And Acumen has folded and because, of, because of the multiple litigation suits. All by their employees. It's strange. And some random AM 950 listeners. It's freaking weird. All right. So um, – so, all right. So – but you're going back into hotels though. That's kind of interesting too. So you're in the pro- – you are in the process of doing some hotel acquisitions, correct? That is correct. We are um, looking at – we have a three-year plan. We're going to – uh, identify five assets to uh, to purchase in the next three years. Ideally, Minnesota would be the first state. We'll look at the neighboring states um, of the Dakotas, Iowa, and Wisconsin, and then eventually. Yes, I saw that. V. We will eventually look at uh, Illinois and Vanita's favorite state in the union, Florida, followed by Arizona. So those are the seven states, uh, eight states. I'm sorry that we've identified. Yeah. We have some leads on a couple right now, and we actually might be taking over property management contract for a um, an asset in Brainerd, Minnesota. Oh, cool! Like a resort, like a. It's a limited services hotel. Uh, some gen- uh, couple gentlemen that are looking to get into the industry that have zero knowledge. Um, <laughs> it's never stopped in- me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to kind of help them through the acquisition process, but hopefully stand after to kind of guide that ship for them. And a little insider baseball, if you, if I may, not not just that you were a baseball player, but actually, I just came up with that. It, <laughs> from a hotel perspective, if you're looking at a hotel, you're not talking about the number of rooms; you're talking about the number of keys. That is correct. So yes, uh, Greg is. Uh, sounds like he has dabbled in the industry. Yeah, it's key driven, uh, door driven. There are different terms, but that equates to fifty five keys is fifty five rooms. Although, again, going back to a lot of off-color conversation, it does seem like if you're in the process of acquiring keys, which is you what you're doing, that could be misinterpreted. Right. If, depending on who – if you want to give a, an additional key to somebody, it could be 87 and a half keys distributed because some folks you might not want to let back in the room. Right. Sorry, Vanita's letting that slide. <laughs> Hi, Vanita. Let's get you on the radio, Can shall we? Can we throw one last baseball reference? That one hit her in the AstroTurf right off the forehead into the outfield. <laughs> <laughs> she did not get that at all. <laughs> and it killed two old ladies and stunned a toddler. Um, <laughs> I'm taking notes. You're going to have to explain a lot to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome. Oddly enough, everything Greg has referenced, they all tie in with each other. We'll let it go at that. Kind of weird, isn't it? It is weird. Uh I'm just wondering what it references. We'll talk about that during Papa Giorgio. All right, Vanita, let's talk about your background because you've had a varied and and, and, uh, developed or We can talk about how you joined Acumen. We can talk about – I mean, I want to bring you into the radio show. So here's what we're going to start with. Are you ready? You like the East Coast, right? Yes. Okay. Why? What parts of the East Coast are you from? Have you lived in anything like that? 
I lived in Newport, Rhode Island in the mm-hmm. early 90s. Okay. What do you think of the Breakers? Which is the best mansion in Newport? The Marble House. <gasps> really? You're a Marble House guy, gal, are Did you? Did you see it? Of course. So the I'm mater- from the East Coast. We oh, go there. Oh, that's right. So the material way back then, the marble alone was $11 million. Just oh, my God. The marble. Really? Mm-hmm. Not to build it or anything, just to get the marble. Wow, that's more expensive than Corian. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just a tad. Sorry. I, half, half the show is me laughing at my own jokes, isn't it, John? At least, there, <laughs> I mean, at least there's one. Yeah, no, 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 no. Unfortunately, there's two. There's two. <laughs> and they're both Italian. Yeah. Yes, yep. <laughs> Salud. <laughs> And remember, folks, drinking alone only means you enjoy your own company. Um, so you've so, been down Bellevue Avenue. I have. Of course yeah. I have. And okay. uh, my daughter actually went to uh, URI. Oh, she uh, did. University of Rhode Island yes. for one semester. It was during the COVID. Didn't go very well. I mean, chaos, mayhem, you know, it was a travesty and a sham and a mockery of an education. It was a travesham mockery. <laughs> I, I know, right? You've seen the commercial? <laughs> My gosh. Yeah, we're pretty much just going to hang out from yep. now on. So you joined Mike recently though, right? <clears throat> yes. Okay. And what is it that drew you to Acumen? Can't wait to hear this. Anita, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God, that was as clean a question as has ever been asked. I'm yeah. drinking the style. <laughs> Don't worry, we're live. But go ahead, take, take, your, take your time. The listeners want to hear this. <laughs> it was the noodle. Uh, he's Italian. The noodles were great. No, I. <laughs> Just didn't even mean to say that. I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness! I'm so happy that I put my future in your hands. <laughs> really, really am. Can we talk about India? <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's talk about India. Yes, let's. Uh, because India scares the hell out of me. Yeah, it it is the one country that I will not, under any circumstances, be found in at all. Snakes everywhere. There are? Yeah. Are you familiar with the term, uh, the economics term, the cobra effect? Is this an Indian thing? It is. Hmm. It's a good story. Do you know it? It's it's a thing. You, no, you can grab it. I do not. It refers to a circumstance in which you take reasonable action and you get the exact opposite outcome of what you had intended. And it comes from this. 1800s, the British Governor of Bombay decides that there are too many damn cobras. And, of course, one cobra is too many, but there are too many damn cobras. So he takes the reasonable position of saying, all right, I'm going to put a bounty on cobras. We'll turn the entire city into cobra hunters, kill all the cobras, bring us a cobra. You get a pound or a shilling or a sixpence or maybe 12 hay pennies, whatever the hell it was at the time. A ruby. There, oh, or a ruby. Not a ruby. Uh, Rupee. 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 Yes. Okay. Rufy? Rupee. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to say something. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Mike. I appreciate your contribution. So, so, so the totally reasonable thing. We'll hunt down the cobras, right? Mm-hmm. So after about a year, he's been paying out all this money for all these dead cobras. 
and yet there are still cobras everywhere. And he's like, what the hell's going on? So after a while, the British figure out that the Indians had set up cobra farms in the city to start raising cobras <laughs> to bring them in for the bounty. So he decides, well, the hell with that. No more bounties on cobras. What do the cobra farmers do? They release all the cobras into the streets of Bombay. And now you have a larger cobra population than you did. You took the reasonable decision. Let's kill all the cobras. Bounties wound up with more cobras than ever before. That's the cobra effect in economics. Wow. We you did not know that. I did not. Once again, we're an educational program here at <laughs> in the Style. That's why they call us the PBS of the AM dial. And that's why I got a B minus in economics, college, <laughs> micro and macro. But anyway. Once again, I'm happy I put my future into your hands. All right. We, we should take one last break. Oh, God. This has been quite a program. Um, <laughs> when we come back, in all honesty, folks, we're going to talk about the district of Dinah. We're going to talk about all- – Is it possible to get V to talk a little less, though? Because she's really commandeering this this, this uh, podcast. I'm so sorry, you, you can- I really, really am. <laughs> Really, really am. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're still here, <laughs> let's take a quick break with some words from our sponsors and then come and learn more about oh what's happening gosh. in Edina. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. I want to be part of it. New York, New York. Uh, New York, New York. My wife's hometown. A wonderful place to be in the site of today's most joyous uh, event, Arraignment Day. Uh, if I may say Forget about so. it. <laughs> it's another Island show, guy, are another you? show. Uh, totally another show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Drink in the Style. I'm Gregory Rich, your host, and I have wasted about, eh, I'm going to say 35, 40 minutes of your life um, that you'll never get back, but you might eventually learn to appreciate. My guests are Mike and Vanita from Acumen Business Solutions. All right. I want to go in and talk a little bit about how Vanita – and I know one another because Vanita has been a little bit in the background. I don't know if you know, but there's a woman on the show. Her name is Vanita. Uh, <laughs> Patil Stuffle. I know it's fine. Um, <laughs> and Vanita and I have become very good friends, and we've become good friends through our mutual involvement in the Adina Rotary Club. We may have to bleep that out, Johnson. Um, going to kill us. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Although, did you know that that? Rotary 5950 has its own podcast out of AM 950? No. Yes, we do. Is Joe on it? Uh, No, Joe is not on it. Joe Hayes. We're referring to Joe Hayes. Joe Hayes! Joe Hayes! Um... But uh, but it is a, a program called Searching for, Surfa- for Service, and it is the aggregation of District 5950 and talking about all the good work that Rotary does, which is a huge amount of good work. In fact, 
I myself, if I may say so, am going to Guatemala in about a week and a half. Well, yes, next you week. Are. Yes, I next am. Week, yeah. We go in. We distribute water filtration systems to remote mountain villages. Uh-huh. We're staying in a monastery, which I'm none too happy about because the chances of me not being struck down are slim. With cockroaches. Oh, are there cockroaches? A lot. Guatemalan cockroaches. Mm-hmm. They're big. You're talking about you're talking to a man who spent a week at a Buddhist monastery in Thailand. Guatemalan cockroaches don't scare me. I'm just kidding. I'm f-ing terrified of cockroaches. They're nasty little. B-ers. They crunch. Oh, they oh, do crunch. Ay All right. Well, thanks for that bit of information. Um, Josh Sprague ref- didn't mention that when he sold me the trip. Oh, he's cute. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one from India, for the love of God, or yeah. wants to go to India. Nope, just from there. Oh, fair enough. Yes. All yeah. right. Nevertheless, we do good work, and this is going to buy me like three weeks by a window while I'm burning in hell uh, for my good deeds. Um, let's talk about <laughs> let's, let's Let's try to redeem Rotary. <laughs> That's the sound of my head and the microphone. Um, I couldn't be happier with my choice of guests this week. I really, I could not. We are godsend. We are. We are. We are. All right. What's your favorite part of Rotary? The people. Amen. I love the people. They are the most genuine, welcoming, fun, mm-hmm. politically incorrect people. Agreed. This is not the group of like networkers looking to use some kind of – facade of a service organization so they can do business together. Yes, we can do business together because we're like-minded people. Right. But the truth is we are a part of this club because it is a service organization, service club. I sit on the International Grants Committee. We do a huge amount of good work. I sit on the Social Committee. That's appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I can't believe I don't sit on the Social Committee. True. But the people are absolutely amazing. All right. Here's a random question. Who's your least favorite person in Rotary? I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally Craig kidding. Craig Rich? <laughs> <laughs> this mic is why you have to join Rotary. I don't want this title. <laughs> Ooh, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> no. It no. is absolutely awesome. We meet – Every Thursday for lunch mm-hmm. at the Adina Country Club, which you know is swanky and a nice place to be. Good food. We have a uh, great food. Uh, we have amazing speakers. We really, really do, and it's a good chance for people to come together and and just look at social issues and talk about well business and talk about you know all these different aspects that 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 affect our lives. Right? It is, and it. I mean, it truly is the people. That's what makes the Rotary. Um, I've never felt more welcome going there the first meeting when I was trying it out until now. So it's been six months later and it's been the best. And I've actually developed really close friendships. Yes, as have I, really. Because, again, it's, it's – Are we including no, – No. Us? Um, no? No. <laughs> no, we certainly are. Yeah. You and I became friends very Through early alcohol? on. Well, uh, alcohol is the adhesive that brings good people together. Oh, yes. now I don't even need a quote at the end of the show. I mean – Johnson, can you flag that? Alcohol is the yeah, adhesive we'll just, we'll that, copy that, that binds people together. That's a good quote, yes. Thank you. That is a good one. Thank you. Um, but no, we did. We did. We had similar thought processes. I mean, it was it was a delight to meet you. We became friends very quickly. Same here. And you wanted to lease the building and you were tenacious 
And coming in and in a kind, calm way. Yeah, you got this like icy stare that scared the f out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it right now. <laughs> I know. I've seen it like twenty three times this program. <laughs> but no, but but no. I mean, it was you 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 bond together. And one of the nice things about Rotary is that. I mean, when I first walked in, and I was brought in by the uh, the fabulous and wonderful Joshua Sprague. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, Josh. Oh. Josh was my sponsor. He's with at Sotheby's Real yes, Estate. He's awesome. Astonishingly, have not had him on the show yet. Well, he doesn't drink. Um, so, oh, yeah, you didn't know that. No. Yeah, Joshua. but he's hyper as anything. I know. That's why. It's apparently, <laughs> is what happens when you're sober, and this is why I don't do that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, Josh brought me on and it was immediately one of the warmest rooms I've ever walked yes, into. Yes, I agree. Completely. From anyone that's – let's see. Do you think the youngest is probably 32, 33? Yeah, that's probably guess. Well, you've got to be over over 30, I think it is. Okay. Because there's a And our oldest member that. is 95. Yes. And they come every week. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And I mean there is and – that, and that's actually a good thing because that is – that is continuance of experience. Yeah. That is the ability to talk about what Rotary was in the year 1843. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> thanks, thanks. <laughs> Just keep digging, right, Mike? Keep going. Just keep going. Keep, digging. keep going. Just hand me the tequila. Um, Rotary. I just thought I'd say it just to get the guys back it. on track. Rotary. Thank you. <laughs> Rotary. Thank you, Mike. Thank so, you. yes, Rotary is a wonderful group of people. I think Edina Rotary is one of the best. It is the best. It, it is the truly best. Is. We love all of our fellow Rotarians, but quite honestly, we're in the best club we in the are. country of all of them. You can truly be yourself. There can be differences in political mm-hmm. and whatever, mm-hmm. and you can have best friends through all that. Yeah. No, it is it is completely true. So once again, the takeaway on this discussion, if I may say so, is Rotary is a service organization that builds friendships and drinking buddies. And because it is true. I mean, there's there's nobody who has uh, an attitude in that entity. And there are a lot of very important people in our club. Craig Rich. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Hun. Uh, oh, God. Was that misogynistic? Can you bleep out the word hun? No. And make sure you bleep out the I word actually, hun when I use the word hun and bleep well, all the words Well, I can't use the hun. word hun. I actually appreciate the word hun. Do you? Yes. Thank you. It's warm, right? It is. I know. I know. But it's uh, – all right. Unless I'm saying it. Hmm. <laughs> all right. Then we got so, issues. Mike, you and me, sweet cheeks, let's talk. All right. Um, <laughs> you got it, lever buttons. <laughs> Wait. Some, we're going old you school now. You should have your own show. <laughs> I <laughs> – I would be your only fan. <laughs> You're the I only make, one that matters, Vanita. I You're beg to differ. I think that... there's a small, silent population out there that would love our, Very our banter. Yes. But most of them are passed out in the bar at 12.15 on a Tuesday. True, true. <laughs> they, can't, they can't find the dial on the radio. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Turning their phones upside down and shaking it like an etch sketch um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we were supposed to talk about the building. <laughs> so, Greg, tell us about the building. The District of Dinah is a wonderful place. The District of Dinah. 
It yeah. is. It, it is. It it's beautiful. Is. And Mike would be incredible to describe it because he's never been there as much as I have. So what was your first take on it? Well, I had been there prior to Greg taking over, um, and I had been there after. And, um, mm-hmm. and there are mm-hmm. – yes. We he, talked about this. We he, have talked about this. been in the building back in the – when I first bought the building, the <laughs> building was – I think you were drinking, Vanita. And frankly, no, I that. tune in for next week's intervention with Vanita. Um, <laughs> I bought the building. Can I be there, Greg? <laughs> oh, you're the guest of honor. Uh, it's, we're doing a twofer, brother. Oh, <laughs> walked into that one, didn't I? <laughs> walked into that one. I'm a businessman. I'm maximizing the entire experience. Um, Poor Johnson. <laughs> I, I have a feeling Johnson's enjoying himself immensely right now. Anyway, this. Greg, uh, we apologize. Please continue, sir. <laughs> yes. Well, back in the day before I bought the place, it was like a series of tunnels, wasn't it? It was dark. It was, it was decrepit. And it, now it is what? It is the most beautiful building you can ever walk into in any aspect of the seven-county metro. And I, I, I'm not saying that for any other reason than it's factual. I, as a commercial realtor, do a lot of closings. And I've done several closings with a title company in um, uh, in the building previous to Greg, Greg's ownership. And when I walked in for the first time with Vanita, I went – well, I don't know if I can say it. But I went, Wow. This is not the building I walked into four years ago or the last time I was in. I don't remember exactly when. It is – it's warm. It's welcoming. It is the okay. building where you have – you can accomplish multiple things with one trip, especially if you're looking at interior design. And it's, there's a specific demographic that, uh, that the district um, uh, really caters to. And I, I am just honored that we have the ability to, uh, to be your uh, listing broker for the next uh, foreseeable future. Well, the foreseeable future is the filling of the last couple showrooms, which are, and we're five. again, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, then I don't want to talk about this ever again. Ever again. Um, or us. Until <laughs> <laughs> so we start something new. <laughs> this never happened. You remember nothing. <laughs> there it is. No, you guys are wonderful people, and it is going to be fun as we move through on this. And we talked about, you know, the main floor. We've got the main floor showroom. You come in right out the be- uh, through the main door. On your left-hand side, opposite Pustily, kitchens and bath, which is – or kitchens. Sorry. Forgive me. I got it. I don't know why. I always put kitchens and bath together. Yeah, Pustily Kitchens yeah. is what they do because – and they do it so well. Uh, shout out to Anna and Miko. Um, but you come in, and on your left, of course, is that main showroom that is just filled with light it's and beautiful lights. Absolutely gorgeous. Perfect. The building is in a great location. Great location, and and a great digital, venue. And the digital signage gets light, lit up. You know that, right? We talked about that. We, did, we got the yes. two-sided, ten foot by five foot digital message board should be lit up next month as soon as the electrical gets connected. And thank. Yeah, thank the permafrost for the nonsense. Um, but great exposure. And then, of course, the top floor is filled, but you go down to the creek level, and we've got that beautiful space that is outside that is is just just ideal for flooring. It's ideal for 
With its own entrance, private or not private entrance, but easy access. Correct. So you do not need to come from the main floor. Through the southeast side. But the district is also a great venue, not only for office space or business spaces, but also for um, using event area in the governor's lounge. A hundred percent. It is a lifestyle building. It is. The space up there, we have event after event. We have realtors. We have model events. We have charity events. Model. Somebody say model. No. All right. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. We have frittered away a good chunk of all of our lives. On behalf of the District of Dinah, on behalf of Acumen Business Solutions, in apology for a number of cultures and people, I'd like to wish everyone good luck this coming week. And I will finish with a quote from Henry Ford. If I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said, faster horses. Trust your instincts and good luck this week. 